Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Planet Positivity. I'm your host, Mark, Motivational Mark, aka, and that is the sound of singing in Italy right now. Italy is getting hit really hard with the pandemic, and right now, If you're living in a cave or in a jail cell with no access to outside information and you don't know already, there's a big pandemic going on from COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. And that has just started right now. Uh, Pretty much the last month it started in Wuhan, China from people eating apparently bats and they contracted a virus and it spread really fast and it just caused a whole cataclysm what do you call it a whole um, cycle whole domino effect of things and it got it's out of hand right now Um, officially labeled a pandemic by the world health organization and that is a disease epidemic that is spread across a large region uh, for instance multiple continents or worldwide and right now COVID-19 aka coronavirus is world worldwide right now let me Look at the stats. The total number of cases right now is just went up seven over the last five minutes. 145,638 total cases of coronavirus. And that is spread out to uh, over 100 countries. So this is a pretty big. But also uh, another factor on that is 5,423 deaths uh, that have occurred. That is, I want to say, right around 3.5% mortality rate for that virus, which is very, very high. Uh, The flu only causes about uh, 0.1% mortality rate. So this is something pretty serious. It's not as serious as something as uh, Ebola or um, some of those other other crazy, you know, diseases. But this is definitely... uh, definitely something to watch out for and um interesting part is we've never seen anything you know quite like this that's why uh all the countries many countries are having a hard time dealing with this you know epidemics um we get epidemics and pandemics every now and then and there's cycles and one of the cycles with pandemics is they occur every 10 to 50 years and they've occurred that that way the past few centuries the last one we had was in 1968 um and Back in the old days, there was the Black Death, which was the bubonic plague during the Middle Ages that was caused by the bacterium Yersinia pestis. And that killed, get this, 30 to 60 percent of Europeans and reduced the global population from 450 to 300. 350 million. So, you know, the this COVID-19 isn't 
uh, nearly as deadly as something like the plague or the Black Death, you know, back in the, but it's still something not to be taken lightly. And back then, in a single province of China, more than 4 million people died, 90% of the population. This is back in the 1334 alone. And that, things like that, pretty much transforms societies and completely changes them. And, you know, I, I'm going to go on record as saying what's going on now is going to change life as we know it forever. Things will never quite be the same. And there's some things for the better, some things not for the better. Definitely, it's not good when people die. But, you know, tragedy has a way of bringing society and a people, you know, people together. And there's a great quote by uh, the Dalai Lama, and it said, there's a Tibetan saying, it said, tragedy should be utilized as a source of strength, no matter what sort of difficulties, how painful experiences, if we lose our hope, that's the real disaster. And that's from the Dalai Lama. I th thought that was a really good quote. And back with the... Um, in 1918, this was similar to, we had the Spanish flu, which is one in five of those infected um, were killed. And that was 40 to 50 million people worldwide. And the, uh, the impact of the pandemic was especially severe because more than half of those who died were young working adults, aged 20 to 40. Here with COVID-19, uh, most of those who are impacted or who um, have the greatest risk of dying are the elderly, 60 you know, plus. Um, and then we've had AIDS, HIV uh, epidemic. Um, we also had, uh, what else? That's the biggest thing I found from that article, okay. Um, this one also talks about what if there was a pandemic that killed 80 to 90% of our species. Yeah, can't imagine that. Um, I definitely don't even want to think about that. Just the thinking about the COVID-19 uh, is somewhat frightening enough. You know, when I left Egypt a couple weeks ago, and I'm glad I did, I first country I stopped in was Kuwait, and I noticed everyone with the masks on, and I thought this was something out of the apocalypse. I thought this was insane. I Like, I didn't know where I was. I was kind of like dazed anyway after being uh, in the cell in Egypt for like eight days, and, you know, I get out, and like, what the hell? Like, I didn't have a mask. I didn't have gloves, and people who looked at me were kind of, you know, trying to see if, you know, I look sick or something. And this was... Uh, Partly because Iran, the neighboring country of Kuwait, uh, got hit really hard as well. And, you know, they're, uh, I think they're like number three on the list of the people of the countries that are hit the hardest. Let's see if I have, yeah, they're number three. So the hardest hit was China. They had 80,832 cases with 3,177 deaths, but they were able to quickly come together, take draconian measures and just isolate millions of people and they stopped it. Uh, Italy, unfortunately, number two, 17,660 cases. And overnight, just last night, they had 250 people die. So this is this is not something to be taken lightly. Uh, Iran's number three with 11,364 cases. South Korea, uh, no, South Korea's number four. Iran's number three. Um, South Korea has 8,086 cases. And Spain, 
It's number five. Wow, I like to. I used to like to. I still like to fly into Barcelona. Barcelona, Spain's a good hub that I would fly into to branch off to other places in Europe. Uh, Germany is number six. France number seven. USA number eight. Two thousand two hundred eighty-seven, and that figure in the U.S. is likely to grow uh, substantially. The U.S. made a, a big error. Um, the more I was learning about this, the more it, you know, it didn't um, sit well with me. So apparently the doctor who treated the first U.S. coronavirus patient says COVID-19 has been circulating unchecked for weeks. And there's likely thousands of people that have been exposed or affected. And um, part of it is because there was big FDA uh issues with getting a testing getting the testing approved by I was, I was listening to a podcast I talked about it and it just it took too long and we're slow to to um, to uh, get a grip on it and right now finally uh, the US is taking um, bigger steps and hopefully uh, hopefully it's not you know, um, not too late, but apparently it kind of is too late in the sense that uh, it's too late to stop, period. Um, it's coming, it's here, and the only thing you can do is prepare for it, uh, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And um, what they're doing now is is uh, making sure there's no big group gatherings, telling everyone to wash their hands, don't worry, don't panic. But when they say don't panic, that means panic, right? No, no, it's, it's important not to panic. It's important to be prepared, utilize that worry, that anxiety for productivity, prepare yourself, chance favors the prepared, you know? You have the best luck when, you know, um, when you're well prepared don't just don't watch the news 24 7 the more i watch the news the, sk the more anxiety i could feel with that within me and then as soon as i turn off the tv for a couple hours it's like it's like nothing if you're at home it's not you know it, it's, it's a strange feeling how uh, the tv can incite fear and you know people are beating each other up and fighting over toilet paper and bottled water and just you know medical masks they're stealing medical masks and gloves and from hospitals and it just it's wild right now and you know what it just started right now from uh there was a good show on joe rogan i can't remember his name's michael something and he uh talked about the coronavirus and it's not supposed to peak for another two to three to possibly six months. So, you know, once you peak, then it'll get better. Once the, the, that's the worst. The peak is like the worst part of it. And we're not even there yet. We're not even close to being there yet. And just from what I see now, the, I'm not so much worried about dying from, from getting this COVID-19. I'm and more concerned with people going crazy, shooting each other over rolls of toilet paper. That's what more concerning. You know, I, I think uh, in the US, you're allowed to, to own firearms and that would be a good investment to make. Uh, I definitely have a few that I've, I've bought over the years. And, you know, part of the reason was that it reminded me of being in the military when I was a marksmanship instructor. I used to teach people how to shoot the, uh, um, 
M16A2 service rifle, the shotgun, and the, the pistol, 9mm nine mil pistol. And, you know, so that stuff reminds me of uh, being in the service. And I, I, I find, like, I get meditative about it when I shoot. It's kind of, like, puts me to relaxation. I remember back in the, the military when we went through boot camp during uh, marksmanship school, um, it was a good chance to actually relax and you know not get yelled at and they wanted to lower the stress and they wouldn't yell at you while you were shooting you know just because it didn't make any sense and i did really well as well and even growing up i used to have a pellet gun i was shooting in the backyard and practice and you know i, th I think that helped me a lot it did really really well in uh, marksmanship and in physical fitness in the military which i'm still kind of proud of a little bit i i guess i, I can be I don't want to be too proud, but I still, you know, still when I think about it and reflect upon it, it brings a smile to my face. And so, yeah, that's a good investment too. I mean, really simple things. Uh, it would be wise to to um, uh, stock up on. You know, uh, I don't know about toilet paper. I know when I was in Egypt, some places didn't even have toilet paper. They just has a hose. You hose your butt off, and they said it's more hygienic actually. <laughs> so it's a uh, you know, um, probably like diapers and canned foods and stuff. And I, I'm not really sure. I'm not even going to take a guess at what it's going to be like. But if it's wild right now, I have a suspicion that it could even get crazier as time goes. Most people, it seems to be that they live in a constant state of fear and anxiety and panic is i know the news is part of it the media the the radio we listen to that 24 7 and that that kind of does it as well and what's fascinating is that uh those emotions are in you know like a future state the present state is where most of the positive emotions i'm definitely want to talk about that in a little bit but and um most of the future and past uh is where the negative emotions are and so yeah so that was a. Uh, you know, you just go on the news right now on, let's say, Google, and let's say I'm on Fox News, the most, uh, the most uh, non-biased news <laughs> reporting. And, and it, there's a new bill in the U.S. Trump says he fully backs the virus bill negotiated by Pelosi. At least they agree on something. She tried to have him impeached the other day to no avail. I wonder, too, if... Uh, if they may implement martial law and withhold the elections, I think if things do get to uh, that extreme or to that that worst case scenario, that that's definitely a possibility if things get out of hand. And that's uh, what is that end of the year? So nine months or something. So hopefully, though, we're out of it within six months. We hope uh, another thing brawls break out at. Um, Georgia stores as shoppers stock up on supplies. Coronavirus pandemic panic shopping hits grocery stores. Um, experts count ways coronavirus pandemic could shake out. Uh, all sorts of news on the coronavirus. Oh, here's this is kind of interesting. National Guard to deploy 1,000 troops in six states in response to coronavirus. And here's another interesting thing um oh this guy said mark uh, dr mark siegel on coronavirus i think it's a whopping amount of cases undiagnosed like i was saying earlier uh, it's definitely a possibility bernie sanders warns coronavirus deaths could exceed armed forces casualties in world war ii and uh the world war ii deaths were four 
100,000 deaths in World War II and nearly 700,000 wounded. And the Centers for Disease Control estimates that the death rate, uh, death count range could be from 200,000 to 1.7 million people just in uh, the U.S. alone. So if you find the mean, the middle part of that, that's about a million people that uh, may possibly die. So this is very, uh, this is substantial. Um, the, according to New York Times, the CDC, Center for Disease Control Figures, translate into a potential range of 160 to 214 million people getting infected with the virus. So you're talking like 50 to 70 percent, I believe, was the, the range. And, you know, one had it 20 to 70 percent. But if I ran the numbers and I posted this on, you know, my Facebook and Instagram and, you know, if 7.8 billion people and if uh, 50 to 70 percent of the world gets the virus with a 3.5% mortality rate. You're talking over 100 million potential deaths. And even if it's 10%, just 10% of that, that would be over 10 million people that are going to die because of this. And you know what kind of... Um, what kind of is a little frustrating sometimes is when you read people saying how how much this is a hoax. You know, you, you got the there's always like these these people that say everything's a hoax. You know, don't believe it. It's you know it's um conspiracy. It's it's like come on guys, really? I don't know if there's some sort of brain abnormality that's causing these people to to spout this information, or they just want to be different. They just want attention. I don't know what it is, but. That stuff's frustrating because this is the stuff, I mean, this is, when people are actually dying, this is serious. This isn't a joke. This isn't, you know, a conspiracy. People are actually dying. So this is not something to take lightly, and it's something to prepare for because it's coming. Uh, however you want to call it, the pandemic is here. It's coming, and it's going to get worse. And the only thing you can do right now is to prepare yourself physically, mentally, and especially emotionally. Get those preparations because that's all you can do. Uh, right now, the economy, uh, the stock market just tanked. I remember a couple of days ago, so Donald Trump made the announcement that it was uh, an emergency and it was, uh, gosh, I think he made the announcement it was a pandemic and today he made the declaration it was a national emergency to have $50 billion access to help fight the pandemic. But once he made the announcement, you could just see that the dominoes started following uh, falling down. The stock market dropped like 10%. Um, the NBA, uh, one of the players tested positive uh, so they, they stopped the NBA season, they stopped the Major League Baseball season, they stopped the National Hockey League season, they stopped every every sports, every event with mass gathering has been stopped or postponed to a later date. The Boston Marathon's postponed, uh, all these big races. But interesting enough, the LA Marathon, which just took place with, I want to say over 20,000 people, just occurred. And I wonder, it makes you wonder how many of those people in there, uh, or if they did, you know, how many people were spread, got uh how how much of the coronavirus was spread in that group, if if at all? It's definitely a interesting to to see or hear or research that further. Um, that snuck in before that announcement this past weekend. So, um, all the other races have been uh, canceled or uh, postponed, 
And there's, oh, another interesting thing is President Trump announced a U.S. uh, ban from travel, uh, traveling to Europe or from Europe to prevent further infection, which makes sense, right? You want to do everything you can for a country to keep, uh, to keep, you know, the country safe and, you know, travel ban is, you know, definitely uh, makes sense. It's a... only done until the end of the month but it could go further it could go less it's just you know it's a big experiment the country the world has never really seen anything like this to such a large extent i mean we've had deadlier uh diseases and viruses and and that sort of stuff uh but never to such a great extent and um for some reason, too, there's going to be benefits from from this tragedy. Before there's a lot of suffering, or after there's a lot of suffering, there's going to be benefits. Um, there's that saying by Napoleon Hill: "Every adversity contains, at the same time, a seed of equivalent opportunity, equal or greater, you know, benefit and opportunity." And so, you know, I, I have a feeling this is going to help bring the world together. This this could help uh, bring about universal income. This could bring about better technology with the robots because, hey, robots can't get sick, right? We should be having robots by now. It's 2020. What's fascinating is Friday the 13th, March 13th, 2020. And uh, all this is going on right now. So it's definitely an unforgettable date and yeah, so there'll there'll be benefits in law in the long run, but right now, uh, we got a quite a bit of a, a road to go through, and it's quite bumpy, um, and it's just getting started. So sit back, uh, strap in, and um, hold on, because um, we're going on a ride, and it's not going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be scary at times, but. What you can do is just, you know, make the best of it. If you're home, most people are, are going to be home. Schools are closing down. You could, you know, work on yourself. There's always an opportunity in chaos. So, you know, take this time to uh, appreciate, you know, where you're at. Appreciate your loved ones. Because in the months ahead, um, everyone is going to be affected by this. Uh, we're going to know someone who knows someone who's who's died from this. Um, everyone in the, in the U.S. and especially uh, quite possibly the world is going to be affected, and so um, yeah, it's it's good to be prepared. And um, all the stuff, all the previous podcasts I talked about uh, are good to go over and um, re-examine and re-listen to on you know finding your purpose, how to have courage, having a positive mindset, and why it's so vitally important to have a positive mindset especially right now don't get me wrong uh having a positive mindset is not seeing the reality it's not ignoring the reality of the situation the the reality is it's it's not good it's not it's not crazy bad but it's not good it's 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 kind of bad and um that's the reality right now the the just have a positive mindset and that'll help get you through it and stay in the present moment will help as well. Um, you know, practice gratitude, practice self-discipline. You should be doing um, those savers from Hal Elrond's book, The Miracle Morning, every single day, especially 
instead of watching the TV, instead of, you know, smoking cigarettes, instead of drinking alcohol, instead of doing drugs, instead of worrying, instead of stressing yourself out, giving yourself high blood pressure, heart attack, or, you know, instead of eating unhealthy, instead of eating Burger King, McDonald's, pizza, you know, you should be doing these things. Um, you should be eating healthy. You should be taking care of yourself. Um, you should be practicing gratitude, silence, a type of meditation. You should have positive affirmations. You should say them out loud. I can do this. I must do this. I will do this. Those were my favorite three words I said when I was in the Egyptian jail for eight days. And I said those every day. And, you know, I, I meant it. And it, it will work out. And this is a bigger challenge. Uh, it's going to be months, but we will get through this. We have to get through this. We must get through this. And so you will as well. We all will get through this. And visualization, visualize, you know, don't don't focus on, you know, dying deaths. Don't visualize that. Focus on, you know, positive things. Focus on visualize good things. Visualize, you know, happy things. Visualize, you know, this is a good opportunity to, to spend more time with your family, to spend more time with your friends, spend more time with your loved ones, to really go um in, in depth with you know yourself and become a better person this is a huge opportunity for everyone um, to do the things that you never had the time to do you know sit down write your life story draw you know uh, journal start a podcast heck anyone could start a podcast it's so easy you just download an app uh, register and you know you're off to the races there you go and uh, Exercise, very, very important. This helps mitigate anxiety and stress. Uh, like I said before, if exercise uh, was a prescribed medicine, it'd be one of the most prescribed medicines in the world. Um, so exercise, exercise every single day. Get outside, look at the sun. There's not a day goes by uh, from the last two weeks since I got back from Egypt that I don't look at the sun, I don't look at the sky, I don't look at the clouds and say how lucky I am to see them, to be out here, to be alive. If you're listening to this right now, you are alive, you are doing amazing. So appreciate that, just appreciate you know, being alive, being outside, being here right now. Um, the months ahead, we don't know. It's it's, it's a low possibility, three point five percent if we get it. So that's fifty percent about, which puts it at about one point seven five percent of the people will die, and that's just a reality. Maybe it's a little less, maybe it's a little more, but. One out of 100 people you see right now aren't going to be here. So appreciate them now. Um, and exercise every single day. Do yoga. That helps put you in the present state, which is linked to the positive emotions. Practice you know, uh, the breathing and the yoga and uh do body weight exercise, weight lifting, you know, get on the treadmill, the bike, the rowing, anything that you enjoy doing, do it. That is very important to enjoy it. For me, I ride the bike and I run just about every single day or every other day. I also have a portable infrared sauna, which is really well, uh, really good for health and circulation and, you know, detoxification and, uh, you know, uh, 
blood flow. And that's easy to get online for like a little over a couple hundred dollars. It's just a one person, you know, box you sit in and you just sweat and you sweat it out and it makes you feel good. And that's one of the ways to change your emotional state is through changing your physiology. Take hot, cold showers, take jump in the cold bath. If you're feeling anxious, man, you jump in the cold bath, you're gonna be feeling you're gonna feel a lot better. You're gonna be feeling, you know, you get your breathing going, you're gonna be your whole emotional state's gonna change once you jump in that cold, cold bath or jump in the cold plunge. Yeah. Uh, so exercise is very, very important. I'm huge on exercise. I've seen the benefits in my life. I've seen the benefits in many, many people's lives every weekend because I work in the racing industry right now and I um, see the benefits and the joy it brings to people every single week and almost on a daily basis because I, I, you know, I read and look at Instagram stories about, you know, all this stuff uh, related to exercise. And then reading, you want to read positive things, you know, you want to read things that make you a better person. You want to read things that make you happier. Right now, I'm almost done. I'm working very slowly on my Solve for Happy book, Engineer Your Path to Joy by Mo Gaudat. And that's a really uh, a great book. I'm just um, 180 pages into the 300. It's going a little slower than I'd like, but you know, I've been really busy uh, lately doing other things. Uh, and I look at like recording this podcast as um, and writing. You know, the story of when I was in jail. I'm writing that as much detail as possible. I look at that as kind of like my my positive positive reading, positive uh, mindset. And, you know, even on Instagram, I have this planet under slash or underscore positivity that I, I do almost on a daily basis. And that gets me thinking in that direction uh, rather than any, you know, any negative stuff. So I focus on that. And you know, it's fascinating. This book, uh, page 134, it says, happy emotions are mostly anchored in the present. And, you know, that's that's huge. So you want to stay in the present moment. And, you know, I think I'm just going to do the whole next podcast, maybe, you know, within a couple days on emotions, on uh, how to stay in the present moment. I think it would be very beneficial. This is just kind of like a synopsis or a summary of what's going on and what's going to go on, um, what it looks like from uh, just a realistic standpoint that we're in for a, a ride and, you know, it's just getting started. And I think that was really uh, the most of what I wanted to, that was most of what I wanted to talk about. Um, there's, you know, you could find all this information, you probably heard it a million times from, you know, uh, the symptoms of the virus uh, to the virus spreading rapidly, death rates in China, um, older, oh, this is, okay, this is interesting. So the older people, I didn't, uh, I didn't say the statistics, but older people have the greatest risk of dying from COVID-19, especially if you're immunocompromised, if, if you have cancer, diabetes, uh, heart disease, anything like that. That's why it's vitally important to take care of your health so your immune system, so your body can fight off uh, viruses and things such as this. And so if you're 80 or plus, you have a 15 to 18% chance of dying. If you're 70 to 79, it lowers to 9.8%. If you're 60 to 69, it's 4.6%. 50 to 59, 1.3%. And 40 to 49, 0.4%. And 30 to 39, 0.18%. 20 to 29, 0.09%. 10 to 19, 0.02. And 0 to 9.01 or less, less than that. So that's fascinating. It's more of a elderly people and, and sick that are really getting hit hard uh, with this. 
and so uh, it's really concentrated uh, among older adults and it's much more severe than the ordinary ordinary flu much more severe and it's much more contagious than the ordinary flu as well um, there's a contagious um, they use the R naught or RO to estimate how many other people uh, one sick person is likely to infect and COVID-19 the virus currently is 2 to 3.11 uh, estimate and uh, the seasonal flu is 1.3 so it's uh, about double double as contagious as the normal flu and it's even right up there with Ebola, which makes it fascinating. Oh, Ebola has a, a number of two. COVID nineteen is two to three point one one, but measles is one of the is is the highest, if not the highest, one of the highest, eleven to eighteen. So that's much more contagious. And everyone, the economy is getting hit hard right now. The the airlines, everyone is getting hit hard. And it looks like there's a stimulus package coming. And there's probably going to be much more the longer this goes on and on. And hopefully it clears up. I, I really hope it does. But realistically, we have to make sure we're prepared for two to six months. And um, this new normal uh, is going to change our reality and... It's going to be uh, quite the ride. And, you know, one of the reasons they have people canceling events and self-quarantining is to flatten the curve. Uh, so the curve, you know, is the spike in new cases that, you know, need to be hospitalized. But if you flatten it, you gradually increase the curve and it gradually lowers, thus uh, making sure people have enough access to hospital and health needs, such as ventilators, which is common for uh, a common need for those really uh, hit hard with the virus. So, you know, it's here. They're not they're not trying to fight it uh, in, in the sense that, you know, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to be here, but it's here. And they're just trying to ease the burden on the healthcare system. That's the main the main goal. It's here and it's going to be here for a while. So um, just got to do our best to deal with it and be hopeful that, you know, everything's going to be okay. And even if things aren't okay, you know, you're better off being optimistic, being, you know, having a positive mentality, having a positive mind. It's not going to do anything but help you. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a big difference. Like people think that, Oh, positivity, having a positive, you know, outlook is like looking at something bad and, you know, changing it to something good. Like, like if you get shot, you're like, oh, I'm shot. Everything is good. Everything is good. No, no. It's the realistic thing is, you know, realistically, you're shot. And that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. But the thing with being positive is you can make it. You can live. You could wrap up that gunshot wound. You you have a positive mind. Instead of saying, you know, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You know, I'm dead. I'm dead. That's the negative mind. That's a negative outlook. That's having a negativity. You know, um, you, you think you can live. You know, I'm going to live. I'm going to make it. Uh, I could do it, you know, that, that sort of stuff. It doesn't mean uh, not seeing life as it is. Uh, it's just, see, you know, having an optimistic view, a positive outlook, which is the most beneficial. It does nothing but help you. Negative minds and, you know, having a negative mind mentality does nothing but hurt you. So 
there's uh, two choices and we have the choice to make uh, to have either mindset and so I suggest having a positive mindset if you don't know how there's many many books there's many different ways you can you could listen to like my very first uh, podcast on the positive mindset on uh, one of the best books is um, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude by Napoleon Hill. And that was one of the best books I've ever read. And, you know, I, I could, it's safe to say it changed my, changed my life to a, a certain extent and, you know, helped get me through that um, ordeal in the Egyptian jail a few weeks ago. And it's going to help get me through this and it'll help get you through this as well. So that's it. I wish you uh, luck, success, uh, health, happiness, everything. And I will, I'll probably be back here within a couple days. I got a big work weekend ahead of me coming up. And that's about it that I, uh, I wanted to talk about. I think I hit most things. I always end up missing one or two things. Um, oh, it's fascinating. So Another thing was like even famous people are getting the coronavirus. Uh, president Trudeau's wife, the Canadian prime minister or president, I'm not sure how he go uh, likes to be called, but um, or what he's called. But his wife got uh, positive for coronavirus. Uh, Tom Hanks and his wife got the coronavirus, and you know a lot of people are, are getting it. And you know it's just a matter of time before we're all affected by it. And you know, appreciate every single day you're alive because we, we, we really don't know. We could, you know, die tomorrow by the virus. We could die tomorrow in a car wreck. We could die tomorrow. Just random things, but appreciate the moment, the now, and, you know, uh, their loved ones around you. Uh, I know I have my cat, Lucy, who I just love to death and uh, <laughs> definitely have great friends and loved ones here. And, you know, it's a uh, it's it's, it's uh, wonderful to have that and you know um yeah that's it all right um oh you know what let me do a quote i love quotes and um i like quotes so real quick though too there's there's if you want to know how to live in the present yeah i'll do that next one i was going to go over this uh unique ways to live in the present moment um and then i was going to go quotes about living in the present moment which i sound really cool and i just go over a couple because i just love i love quotes man quotes are amazing you know you know what reminded me of this present moment stuff was buddha i read the when i was in japan years ago i was stationed in the military uh was it 19 2000 around 2000 2001 i was in Japan for six months, uh, five months Okinawa, the island off Japan, and then a month at the base of Mount Fuji. And I remember I stayed in a hotel, and they had a book of the Buddha. I can't remember if that was the exact, the exact name of it or what it was, but I just took it and I sat outside the hotel and I just started reading it. And I thought that was, you know, I just loved reading it and found it interesting. I actually stole it. I, I have to apologize now from years ago that I, I actually took it, but maybe I wasn't meant to have it, maybe not, but I kind of still, I, I felt bad a little bit. And uh, one of the quotes from Buddha, like he always talks about living in the present moment. And it never really made sense to me until I started reading this book, Solve for Happy. And it's because negative, like I said, negative emotions are in the past or in the future, anchored in the past or the future. And positive emotions are mostly in the present. And do not dwell on the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. That was a uh, Buddha said that. So that's really fascinating. Now it makes a lot of sense to me this day. And this will help you get through um, hardships and, you know, difficult 
you know, challenges such as this virus thing. I know a lot of people are just kind of freaking out right now. And, you know, it's, it's normal, but, you know, it's good to unfreak out and try to relax and um, just get on with a different type of life. Life's going to be, you know, life's changed a little bit for everyone and it will continue to do so. And now uh, The Most Precious Thing by Eckhart Tolle, he said, time isn't precious at all because it is an illusion. What you perceive as precious is not time, but the one point that is out of time, the now. That is precious indeed. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now. The more precious thing, the most precious thing there is, is the now. And that's that's huge. That's that's huge. So if you're worried about the future, if you're regretting the past, you're living in these negative emotions, and what you're doing is you're missing out on life. Life that's going on right now. Right now is the most precious thing there is. If you feel anxiety, depression, you're not in the present. You're either anxiously projecting the future or depressed and stuck in the past. The only thing you have any control of is the present moment. Simple breathing exercises can make us calm and present instantly. Toby Hansen. And the ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. Abraham Maslow. Do not ruin today with mourning tomorrow. Catherine Valente. That's fast and be happy in the moment. That's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. By the great Mother Teresa. And your life requires your mindful presence in order to live it. Be here now. I remember years ago when I was studying meditation, all these concepts, I used to tell myself, what time is it now? What time is it now? What time is it now? And here's a, an American proverb. It says, today is the first day of the rest of your life. And there you go. So yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's a gift. That is why it's called the present, Alice Earl. And with that, I will end. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Planet Positivity. Be sure to check out my other podcast too. I'll, I'll probably um, do another show on that too called the Super Travel uh, Podcast. I, you know, I just went over my um, three episodes and a addendum, you know, of uh, what it was like to be in the Egyptian jail for eight days. Most most people find that interesting. You know, I I think it's just like kind of normal for me, but I guess the more I think about it, the more it's it's semi interesting as well. But yeah, check that out. And uh, if you're on Instagram or uh, or Facebook, you know, be sure to check out the show Planet Positivity Podcast. And Instagram is planet under slash positivity. Or my personal Instagram is the rocket sensation. You know, all that stuff. Feel free to follow me. You know, give me a hello. Tell me how you're doing. You know, anything like that. And uh, I'd love to connect with people, new people, and uh, see how you're doing. And that is it, guys. Let's see. Uh, and that, wasn't that crazy at the beginning where I played the um, uh, YouTube video of the people in Italy seeing from their balconies. And that's one way to deal with with um, a hardship is seeing. I know um, sometimes I like to sing, I like to dance. It's just another way to to deal with it and make you feel good. And here, here it is, let's end with this here. It's beautiful. Huh? <laughs>
All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck. Stay safe out there. Be safe. Live well. And take care. We'll catch you later. All right.